Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Whether you're strolling through a magical bamboo grove in Kyoto, Japan, or learning to make pizza in Naples that you'll go on and try to replicate at home a thousand times, you're building special memories that will last a lifetime. That's why people love Viator. It's a website and an app that helps you book almost any travel experience imaginable, ranging from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's truly something for everyone. Viator's traveler experiences also have millions of real traveler reviews. And when you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Fill your next trip with unforgettable memories. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey parents, did you know that Easter is super early this year? It's on March 31st. I need to get it together, which means I need to go to Lakeshore Learning. If you didn't know, Lakeshore Learning is the go-to store when shopping for all the kiddos in your life. They always have the best toy selection, and this Easter is no exception. I'm torn between getting the Fairyland playset, the remote-controlled robot, or the travel camper, which comes with a built-in kitchen, a fold-out grill, and even a dog. Yeah, I'm getting the camper. Plus, everything is designed by teachers, so you can feel good knowing your kiddo is learning a little something, too. Visit lakeshorelearning.com and get 25% off using the promo code LOVELAKESHORE. Or stop by a store and mention this ad. Some restrictions apply. Again, that's 25% off with promo code LOVELAKESHORE by visiting lakeshorelearning.com or visiting a Lakeshore Learning store near you. Hoppy shopping! The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of the Bitch Bible podcast was brought to you by Ritual Vitamins. I have been taking Ritual Vitamins for about a year now and basically bullied them into sponsoring this podcast. They are the greatest hits of all the vitamins that women need. If you have a vagina and you're not taking Ritual Vitamins, what the hell are you doing? It's so easy. It's covered in peppermint oil, so it's easy on the stomach. You can take it with or without food. Go to ritual.com forward slash Bible and order yours today. This episode of the Bitch Bible Podcast was also brought to you by Carbon38.com. Now, if you're not buying all of your athleisure wear at Carbon38.com, you are not living as your chicest best self. Gigi Hadid adjacent. I'm also giving you guys 20% off your order, so go to Carbon38.com and use my promo code BIBLE today. Get the Takara leggings. They're sexy as shit. Thursday, everybody. A couple days late, but nothing short of bitchy over here. Sorry about the delayed episode. You know, I woke up on Monday, and that's typically when I record my episodes because I like to start my week from a place of no. I like to purge myself. It's kind of like a verbal exorcism Monday morning. I wake up at the crack of dawn, normally around 6.30 a.m., slovenly rush down the stairs looking like a whore, sit down in my studio and record my episode and I try to get all my pent-up frustrations from socializing during the weekend out so I start my week fresh and frisky. Um, I woke up on Monday and I think I've been over-socialized over the weekend. I did a lot, a lot of shimmel schmoozing, okay? So much socialization, I don't even know who I am anymore, and I needed to take a mental health day. That was like something I used to say in high school. I'm like, Ugh, I just need a mental health day. And I found it to be like really manipulative and it also like tugs on your heartstrings. I used to say that I'm like, should I be punished for having a great immune system and good hygiene so that I'm not like getting infected by my classmates? Like give me a fucking mental health day. So on Monday I took a mental health day which consisted of um, – Waking up, I had some pancakes because, you know, why not? Which is crazy because I've been having really bad stomach issues. So Andrew, <laughs> Brenda, as I like to call him, that's his new nickname is Brenda. I have no idea why. I just woke up one morning and I'm like, Brenda? 
Uh, it used to be Angela, and now it's just it full on Brenda. So I was like, Brenda was like, you know, maybe you should do a food diary. So when your stomach starts making all these weird noises and you start having these awful cramping pains, um, you'll know what you ate to cause it. And I'm like, ugh, Brenda, so on the ball. So I would like to read you my Sunday food diary that I kept. Okay. Then we'll go back to my Monday, my mental health day. This is, and this is, I swear to fucking God on my life. I'm like, I don't know where my stomach's hurting so bad. And it made me look inward. I'm like, hmm, I talk shit about people who complain about self-inflicted problems a la Shannon Bedore all the time. And now I need to take accountability for holding my friends and Brenda hostage to my ailing digestive issues when I, in fact, am the one creating them. So this is my Sunday food diary. For breakfast, I had a lemon and powdered sugar crepe, three pieces of bacon, two pieces of potato, breakfast potatoes, half a bagel with smoked salmon, no cream cheese, dairy-free. Look at me, Jillian Michaels over here. For lunch, I had one piece of pepperoni pizza, one piece of mushroom pizza, but I took the cheese off of that one, and two chicken wings. For dinner, I had two carnitas quesadillas, one chicken taco, uh, one steak taco, no tortillas though, a side of guacamole, three chips. Oh, and let's not even get started on my alcohol intake on Sunday. It was one of my best friend's birthday, 36th birthday, and he had, he had a puppy pajama party. So all of Sunday night, I was just wailing and tossing and turning and Brenda, I don't know what's happening to me. And, um... Maybe, maybe that's why. Fucking idiot over here. So Monday I woke up and I just said, I can't have, I can't do a podcast. Like I was keeled over in the fetal position, moaning like a loser. So I went, I had a little soup. I had a green juice, which is just disgusting. I do not know how people do that. It tastes like the fucking forest. It tastes like manure and asshole. And um, I went to the market. I made some floral arrangements. I walked around a Marshalls and bought like weird cocktail napkins. And that was basically it. And then I watched Real Housewives of Orange County, which we're going to get into. Um, there's a couple things that are really, really tickling my pickle this week and not in a good way, in a bad, rashy, infective type of a way. Now, I don't know if I'm late to the party, and by late, I mean I'm definitely late to the party because I'm always, I just realize I'm always like six months late to like woke lingo and like whatever's happening of the moment because, uh, you know, I ostracize myself from a lot of it. I'm so busy like ripping apart people's Instagram accounts, which is low-key my favorite thing to do. It's it's self-sabotage, really. Um so I'm always late to like these new trendy social media fads. I just learned what ASMR is because I was at a event last week. Yes, let that sink in. I went to a fucking event last week. I don't know why or how or actually I do know how and why. Open bar and they offered a car for me back and forth so I didn't have to pay or drive. Done. That's how you get baby anywhere. So I showed up. By the way, I spent more time in transportation getting there and back than I actually spent at the event. And it was an amazing event, but I just like couldn't deal. I felt so uncool and just uh, so I walk into this fucking event and I'm just trying to make conversation with people. This one girl comes up to me and she's like, Oh, I love your podcast. I'm like, Thank you so much. You know, just being the hometown hero. And I was like, Oh, um, are you in the music business? It was a music event. And she goes, No, I am. Um, I'm a YouTuber. And that's, you know, normally when I unsubscribe from a human being in general, because I'm like, Oh, fuck me in the butt. You're a YouTuber. Bye, girl. <sighs> but I was lonely and I was waiting in line for a drink. So what else was I going to do? Charity work 101. And she goes, yeah, I do ASMR. And I didn't want to seem like a fucking loser. So I just pretended to know what that was. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Because I'm trying to break down the acronym ASMR. I'm like, is this like 
a rape awareness foundation? Is this like some type of political statement? I have no idea. I start, I'm like anal suppository memorabilia radicalism. I I'm start thinking of every possible, and I'm usually good with a fucking acronym BT dubs, but I just couldn't figure it out. And I was like, ASMR, ASMR. I thought, and she's like, yeah, you know, it's really exhausting. It takes a lot out of me, but like it helps so many people. So I'm going around thinking this woman is, you know, Rosa Parks or something changing lives. I get in my Uber and I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I think this is the weirdest fucking shit. This definitely came from Asia. The Asians are always thinking of shit like this. I don't know, like, I don't understand what the fuck it is. And it does not soothe me at all. I tried to watch like six uh, YouTube videos right before I did this. And I was, I'm, I like have a rash on my chest, not on my vagina, thank God. Although I did get a bikini wax last week and I'm in the middle of laser treatments, but I couldn't get my laser treatment for a while and then I was going to be by the pool and I just wanted to like wax a little bit just like here and there and I had a full allergic reaction to the wax they use. So my vagina was a basically a puffer fish. I had a full fupa situation only on the left side. I, I had a Quasimodo vagine and no one will ever know what true humility is until you take your clothes off and you feel like you're, and I bought a new bathing suit, so fucking cute, and half of my labia was fully inflamed. And I was like, should I pad the other side? Like, should I get like a silicone labia pad? And I'm like, do they even make shit like that? Or should I like put tissue paper in there? So it's like, at least it's, you know, symmetry makes the world go round. And they say the most beautiful people in the world have the most symmetrical faces. And I would assume that a gorgeous vagina should be symmetrical. And normally mine is, but one of my, one of my lips was Kylie Jenner and the other was who has thin lips. I don't know me. Uh, it just, it wasn't, it was like pre and post Kylie left and right. It was really tragic. So I started watching this ASMR and I, I mean, I literally broke out in hives. I'm like, this is, what the fuck has the world come to? Not only are we being like visually raped on a daily basis with all these fucking wannabe like Instagram models and, and I get that they exist and I salute those people and I salute real bloggers and real YouTubers who make a living, but do not, do not do not look at me in the motherfucking retinas and tell me that your job is insert here, whatever the fuck it is, if you don't collect a paycheck from it. Don't pull that shit on me, okay? Don't. It's annoying and it's giving our generation a bad name. If you get 11 views on a YouTube video that you do from a webcam and your 1998 MacBook in, the, in your parents' fucking garage, do not look at me and tell me you're a goddamn YouTuber because you're not. Give up on your dreams. I say it a lot, but we need, I think that we just were overindulged as children and taught that we can do anything and you can dream big if you put your mind to it. No, you literally can't. That's not even true. That's an awful message to send people. Awful. We got too many strokes as children and now we're completely delusional. And obviously, I mean, hello, I'm like the poster person for delusion, but like, you know, I can buy a bag with my own money. So this is a real job. It wasn't for a while. Thank God it turned out. I mean, that would have been fucking tragic. What would I do? Oh, like, I mean, be an accountant? I don't think so. Anywho, we're going to talk more about that later. Actually, fuck it. Let's talk about it now. But first, I would like to talk to y'all, ooh, y'all, get out of here, yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers, about um, Ritual Vitamins. So I have a long-term history with Ritual Vitamins. I also 1,000% forced them to sponsor this podcast because I feel so passionately about the product. Um... Basically, if you have a vagina, whether it be inflamed like mine is, having an allergic reaction, nothing sexually transmitted, or just a normal vagina, you need to be taking Ritual Vitamins. It's so easy. It is like the greatest hits 
of vitamins. It was created by a cynic, for a cynic, which is probably why I love it so much. True story, I have never, or had never, I should say, taken a vitamin in my entire life religiously until I started using Ritual Vitamins. And one of the things I love about it is that it's no bullshit, it's no fillers, it's no, it's no weird shit. It's all the stuff that you need, scientifically proven. It's got a beautiful, clear little capsule that's got omega-3s in it. Very Instagram friendly, FYI. It's also coated in um, a peppermint oil. So for me, part of the reason I wouldn't take vitamins is because I'm like, listen, I'm not a swallower. I don't want to chug 85 pills to get everything I need in. And I was just kind of freeballing it in the vitamin shop. I'm like, what do I need? What do I not need? What's good for women? What's not good for women? You know, I just couldn't decipher it. So Ritual Vitamins has done all the heavy lifting for you. They're covered in peppermint oil, coated, excuse me. And so you can take them with or without food. They're very soothing on the stomach. I have always had quite a few problems taking vitamins. Um, my friend Ruth Ann started taking Ritual Vitamins and if you listen to this podcast, you know that she uh, sharded herself last time she took a vitamin. So, you know, it's very easy on the tum-tum. It's subscription-based, so there is no lack in nutrients. It's only $30 a month. It's delivered right to your door. I mean, a bottle of omega-3s is the cost of the ritual bottle, so what the hell are you doing? And you're getting a little bit of everything. Nine essential ingredients that women lack the most, and apparently 95% of women are not getting the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis. So ritual the F up. Go to ritual.com slash Bible. Choose clean ingredients that are backed by science. You're going to love it. Your vagina is going to love it. Sign up now at ritual.com slash Bible. You know, I wanted to read you guys something that really spoke to me. I saw this on Instagram the other day and I mean, it really opened my eyes and my horizons and I just wanted to share it with you because you know, it's a little chicken soup for the soul. Really, thought-provoking stuff, so pay attention, all right? It is so important to dream. Everyone is here for a reason. If you are blessed with opening your eyes today, you have the opportunity to positively affect the energy and growth of the people around you. And from that, their shift of consciousness and understandings will spread to the people around them, creating a forever growth of our minds with everyone, for everyone, Jehard. Uh, Maya Angelou could never. That is courtesy of Anwar Hadid. Celebrity children need to go through some type of a boot camp where they learn about the real world. Because, you know... When you are born from Yolanda Hadid's vagina with Mohammed Hadid's bank account, life is going to be a little bit more blissful. And people will disagree with that and say that everybody has their problems, and they do, but it's a little bit easier when you got a little bit more of a cush-cush upbringing. Now, some people think that I was, I'm like some type of a trust fund baby because there's some weird art museum called the House Worth and Schimmel and they think that I'm part of that Schimmel crew. That is not true. I'm from Schimmels of the Valley who uh, went to Taft High School and I don't really know what to tell you. I wish that was the case, but it's not the case. So I have been doing a deep, deep dive into the Hadid family, and I'm going to rank them by, you know what, I'm not going to rank them. I fucks with Gigi Hadid because I believe that she is a hard worker. I think that she's naturally beautiful. I think she keeps a relatively low profile, and she just does her fucking damn job, okay? And, you know, we were kind of on dicey territory when she was doing the whole Gigi Hadid burger tour because, like, we get it. You get to eat burgers and look like that. I eat burgers, have to work out every day, cry myself to sleep in agony of my digestive system, and wear Spanx when I'm fluctuating, you know? But I'm also not a supermodel. I mean, in my head, kind of, but, you know, it's different. I would never flaunt the fact that I'm like woofing burgers when you're Gigi Hadid. That's just, a you know, self-awareness that maybe celebrity children don't have. Now, this is not lovely to say, 
but I'm going to say it. Dear Anwar, if your last name wasn't Hadid, you would not be a male model. Love always, Jackie. And that's the fucking truth. You know, life is a little bit easier when you get to dab your tears with $100 bills on a private plane going to Paris Fashion Week. I really believe that. And maybe your outlook on life is a little bit sunnier when you're not shoving ramen down your throat, praying that the lights don't go off, okay? Because that's a harsh reality. And I don't know that they have necessarily experienced that. So no offense, not taking life advice from someone who has had, you know, perhaps an upper hand in certain ways and people get really up in arms when you say that because everybody has demons and everybody has problems and I fucking get it okay I'm not an idiot over here but please please save the philosophical ramblings for Nelson Mandela and stay in your lane and go put some hair product in and get on a private plane and make out with your sister okay too far I'm just kidding. They're very, they're a very affectionate group. And whoever did Bella Hadid's work, please call me because that I, I want to have, and yes, I will not talk once more about me getting Botox because I haven't gotten it, but I want the Bella Hadid, Kendall Jenner. I want that lift. Not that they got a lift, but there is some type of an injectable that is giving a upward Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, Cat Eye, that I am in the pursuit of. Although, you know, when people get a little bit too much Botox and things are a little too pulled, when they try to laugh, it's like they can't even close their fucking eyelids. You know when you laugh really hard and you squint your eyes? Like there's something that's just pull. It's kind of marionette-like where they can't even close their eyes, which is kind of ideal. People were kind of ragging on Dorit because of how different she looks. I am all about an evolution. I will never... Botox, Restylane, plastic surgery, shame anybody because I don't know how this face and these tits are going to age. And if you think I'm not going to go chop suey on myself, you're nuts. First, I just have to get over my fear of doctors and fluorescent lighting and hospital gowns, but snip, snip, nip, nip, tuck, tuck. These tits are going to be defy gravity. They need to. They need, I mean, they are so, like, it's like a swinging pendulum. I could literally slap someone with my tit, arms behind my back, and just, woo! They just, they're all, like, do your tits hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? I could tie them in a knot. I could tie them in a fucking bow. So, speaking of my tits, finding a sports bra to lift, support, and separate is kind of a nightmare. Luckily, I have carbon38.com. If you guys haven't been on carbon38.com, you need to run to your computers because honestly, it is the most curated, fashion-forward, chic collection of workout clothes, bathing suits, tennis shoes, like sweaters, cool bomber jackets, everything. Truly everything. And I have been going and shopping on carbon38.com long before they sponsored my podcast. So, I mean, beshertz. If you don't know what that means, it means meant to be in Yiddish. That's a little Grandma Gloria vocab lesson for you. My favorite thing on carbon38.com is the Takara legging. It's high-waisted, so it sucks you in. I am a proprietor of a high-waisted legging just because I feel like it gives you a little extra support. My problem area is kind of on my sides. That's where I carry like my happy juice weight. So I love a high-waisted legging. These kind of come in like a leathery finish. They come in a bunch of different colors. I love the black and the baby pink. And they're amazing because you can like wear them with a cute sports bra and a bomber jacket and like some workout shoes and you look like you're an off-duty supermodel. I'm also giving you guys 20% off your order, which is a lot. Um, So you need to go to carbon38.com and use my promo code, which is BIBLE, for 20% off your order. Also, if you troll my gram... There's this amazing one-piece bathing suit that I bought on carbon38.com. It's by Onya, and it's amazing because if you're like me and you kind of have a little bigger bust situation, it has underwire. I bought mine in a size medium. It has like a cute little gold waist belt. It's a one-piece, but it's very sexy. You get a little cheek. 
action, a little side ass, if you will, and your girls are totally supported. I wear a size D and I bought a size medium and it is my favorite bathing suit I have ever owned in my entire life, ever, ever, ever. Honestly, whatever your exercise routine is, whether you're into Pilates, yoga, running, or just pretending to work out, Carbon38.com has you covered, honey, honey, whatever that means. So go to Carbon38.com, use my promo code BIBLE for 20% off. I feel like all celebrity children should have to go away to a sleepaway camp and like not their usual sleepaway camps where, I don't know, they go to like Connecticut and learn archery and ride their horses, their pedigree horses, but more of like a sleepaway camp where they just like learn what it's like to be normal and how to slum it with the rest of us plebeians, you know what I mean? And do normal people shit. Um, It's just an idea. It's something I'm looking into. So I want to talk about the Real Housewives of Orange County because it is getting a little bit better. Um, I mean, it will never be Real Housewives of New York. And if you ever catch like a vintage marathon of the Real Housewives of Orange County, you're instantly like transported in time because the OG OC episodes with Joe and Slade and... um, who else was amazing? I mean, I love Jesus Jugs, Alexis Bellino. I'm starting a Kickstarter campaign to bring Alexis back. Gretchen Rossi. I will say this once. I will say this twice. I will say this three times. Um, Gretchen Rossi makes me want to abandon my gender, jump ship, be a- sew up my vagina because I- if it's the only thing that binds me to her is the fact that we are both women. I don't want to be a woman anymore because I think she is just categorically awful in every sense of the word. She was an awful housewife. She is, I I don't even have to really get into it. If you know, you know, she is the fucking worst the worst. She makes Lydia look like Bethany Frankel. Okay. And that's pretty hard to do. I mean, and Peggy, that was so bad. Um, there's two Peggy's actually blonde Peggy and Armenian Peggy. You know, I'm not one for just harsh generalizations, but you know, I don't, how else are we going to define the two? So Real Housewives of Orange County, we're always good for a trip. Okay. Um, They go to Jamaica, they culturally appropriate the driver by wearing their Rastafarian hats that they probably got at the airport, not offended by it. Uh, Juliana Rancic, Zendaya adjacent, but we're moving past it. It's 2018 and somehow these white Orange County women are fucking slipping away with it. So that's wonderful. White privilege. (laughs) Oh, the joys. So they get to Jamaica And Gina and Emily are just so upset that Shannon's not making an effort with them. Well, you know what? You're a season one freshie. So give it a fucking minute, could ya? I surprisingly, okay, this is going to be, this is difficult for me to say because I have made such a passionate plea on the opposing case. Now, Emily and Gina, do I love them? No. If it was a Sophie's Choice of Housewives, would they go bye-bye? Yes. Gina, you need to surround yourself with some more no people because you are perhaps the worst-dressed housewife of all time. Because you know why Gina is the worst-dressed housewife? It's the same reason that I find Carrie Underwood to be one of the worst-dressed. Actually, you know who's the worst-dressed is Camila Cabello. Consistently, just like the worst-dressed all the time. But Carrie Underwood is a close second. I'm going to tell you why. Because there's something that's more offensive about just consistently missing it as opposed to just being so outlandishly like unfa- like just just you're either Bjork or Helen Bonham Carter or you're someone who's someone who nails it all the time. I don't know, fucking um, Kate Blanchett. Okay. You, if you're kind of in the middle, Gina is putting effort in. I mean, I know she definitely hit up I, a white and black market and a BB and maybe, um, 
I don't know, a Macy's and got all our cute little tanks and our little fucking jeans and her stupid shoes. But it's just, it's so bad because it's not bad enough and it's not even mediocre enough to slide by. Now, Gina and her Keebler elf husband, Shane, who, by the way, hated him so much, I kind of feel him and think he probably thinks this whole ordeal is super stupid. Um, But Gina, Gina feels normal-ish to me. I could do without the fake florals and the pungent red lip and the, it's kind of like Jesse from The Parent Trap and also thank you to all the social media accounts who stole that from me. Thanks so much. Lilas Hard, you know, credit is for, uh, credit is for pussies as I like to say. So thank you so much. Um, Love ya. Send you an edible arrangement with chocolate dicks. (laughs) aka chocolate covered bananas by the way edible arrangements oh my god somebody a friend of mine who I will not name but she listens to this so you know who the fuck you are one of our friends is pregnant and they were like we should send her something like you know she's having a really rough time like maybe an edible arrangement and I looked at her let's just call her Brenda and I'll say it wasn't my husband I would fucking divorce him if he even like if he if he even proposed the idea of sending an edible arrangement I looked at her and I was like uh, hey, newsflash, we're not fucking friends anymore because if anyone ever sent me a goddamn edible arrangement, I would blacklist you. I don't get it. It's expensive. Here, have some chemically treated fruit in a fucking Easter basket. I hate Easter. I hate chemical fruits. I mean, I like the bananas because they look very phallic and they take me back to a place where I still had the hopes and dreams of being with a gentle black lover. So that's the only upside. But other than that, it's a big basket of fucking bullshit. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. And by the way, anyone who thinks that that's socially acceptable, you need to take a look inward and... um, just you should hate yourself for at least one hour for that because it is awful. There's so many other things you could send. What were we talking about? Fake florals, Gina. Um, they're on paper fine, but like their weird dependency on wanting Shannon to like cozy up to them. Like you guys are not in the mix yet. You're not bringing anything to the table. By the way, Gina, no, not Gina. What's her face? Emily, aka Jesse from Parent Trap. Um, if like Chessie became a Russian hooker later in life after Meredith Blake leaves Dennis Quaid and she loses her job because obviously Natasha Richardson's character, um, you know, can run a home without Chessie. So she marries some like Russian mob guy. Then you've got fucking Gina. Okay. With the fake florals and the primary color shift dresses, honey, no, Hard no. They're just like not really giving that much at all. I mean, they're no Kelly Dodd season one. They're no fucking Shannon Bedore season one. Like maybe you need to earn Shannon's allegiance because you're not fucking doing enough for the show. You need to come in like a wrecking ball or sit the fuck down, eat your stupid salad and your stupid light wash, true religion jeans, reapply your red lipstick, Emily, and move the fuck on. So we're in Jamaica and Shannon has a, yet again, another mini meltdown in a ponytail. Um, I don't know what's going on with Shannon. Listen, I love Shannon. She's volatile. Her inflection is... Oh, it's outrageous, but I find her to be a martyr and a victim, a perpetual victim. I personally could not be friends with anyone even kind of like Shannon Bedore. Doesn't mean I don't want to sit on my ass having an Aperol spritz watching her, you know, implode. And I love her and I wish the best for her, but she is someone that requires a lot, a lot in a friendship. And I don't think that's healthy. I think leaning on your friends, yes, it's important. Everybody needs to do it here and there. But like if your life support is your friends, 
You need, like, who would ever expect that of anybody that's not, like, legally bound to you? That's a hard, hard no. Now, what I think that Tamara did wrong is, you know, Tamara got baptized and she found Jesus and then she, you know, did a fitness competition and she's kind of playing the holier-than-thou card. So I understand why Shannon got pissed. But at the same time, like, Tamara, why wouldn't you... At a 2 a.m. phone call, when Shannon's calling, you'd be like, Shannon, I love you. I'm here for you. But you can't keep calling me like this and crying. You have to take account of all these aspects of your life. Get your shit together. You cannot lean on me. It's not good for us as as friends. And it's not good for you. It's not good for me. You know, the teepee friendship, that's when two people are leaning on each other, is very unsteady. I prefer two pillars. You know what I mean? Standing parallel side by side. That's a much stronger foundation than a teepee. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? No. It's okay. I get it. You know how Shannon could apologize and show remorse to the rest of the women for self-imploding on their Jamaican vacation? By buying them all a quip toothbrush can you quip 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 you know that was like a side gig I used to do as a child I would try to like solicit local businesses um like jingles so I would like change the words of songs and try to propose that they buy like a local commercial and give me a commission like there was a place called Nail City and I tried to get them to do a commercial that was like Nail City bitch nail all right this is weird okay quip I'm going to tell you about my new fave toothbrush. And yes, it's gold. And no, it does not have a bulky charger because it's 2018. And who has that kind of surface space? Me. I do have that surface space, but I don't fucking want it because it's ugly. Oral hygiene is very, 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 very important to me. And hopefully it's very, very, very important to you. And did you know that most of us are not brushing our teeth properly? Now, I have a long history with just sensitive gums. I used to have to get my braces taken off every effing month to like alleviate the swelling of my gums. And most of us are actually brushing too hard and it irritates our gums. I mean, bloody gums are not the vibe, okay? So Quip is amazing because not only is it fiscally responsible and backed by over 20,000 Two zero 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 zero. That's twenty thousand dental professionals. It also has a two-minute timer that pulses every thirty seconds, so you make sure that you're getting like all the quadrants of your mouth. Also, brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule of every three months for only five dollars. So you don't have to even think about it. I know. I have like literally gone so long without switching my toothbrush before and I'm mortified and disgusted with myself. So three out of four of us bitches are actually using bristles that are way too old, worn out, and like not even effectively brushing your teeth. Also, Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. That's why I love Quip. I really, really love it. It's also like very easy to travel with and the battery lasts up to like three months, which is kind of crazy. The Quippity Quip toothbrush, it's not called that. That's just my little nickname for it because I give everything I love a little nickname. So the Quip toothbrush starts at just $25 and if you go to getquip.com forward slash Bible right now, you're gonna get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free, y'all. Go to getquip.com slash Bible. Let's have matching toothbrushes. Yeah. Also just saying, really good Christmas gift. Excellent Christmas gift. Just saying. So I want to talk about Kelly Dodd because... I got to tell you, I do not think Kelly Dodd is getting the respect that she deserves. She has the makings of a housewife legend. Firstly, I worry a lot about her, about the um, future of Shannon and Kelly's relationship because knowing the type of breed Shannon is, which is a overly sensitive, myopic, self-loathing, woe is me kind of bitch. I do not think that she is going to appreciate Kelly Dodd's interview 
tidbit about how she doesn't understand how um, David stayed married to Shannon being so miserable all the time. Uh, that I don't think is going to land well now because I am a consummate professional. I have gone and checked both of their Instagram followers. They are still both following each other. They were at dinner last week. Also just a quick, quick transition. I saw something on Instagram today. I've seen it like 85 times just in the past hour because people keep sending it to me. So there is a behind the scenes photo that somebody took of the Real Housewives of New York filming and Mario is there. You see Sonia, you see Live Laugh Lou, Living Laughing Louing, and you see Ramona, and you see Mario. I don't know what that means. I'm someone that always hopes for a reconciliation. I don't really know why. I think that Ramona has become like the best version of herself, so maybe it would be backpedaling to go back with Mario and I don't even know if that's happening but like why the fuck would he be filming because there is a camera there and they are filming mind blown so I went to Mario's Instagram as one does this is all whilst on the toilet by the way and he does not follow Ramona on Instagram but maybe that's a calculated move he only has like 300 followers don't follow him let's not enable him okay just a small little tidbit. Now, episodes like we saw on Monday of The Real Housewives of Orange County um, is kind of an example of why I love Vicki Gunvalson so very much. She is perfection. She is LOLs all day long. She is consistent. She doesn't back down. She doesn't get too big for the franchise. She does not. I mean, even though she says I'm the OG of the OC, like NeNe Leakes got too big for Housewives. Bethany Frankel got too big for Housewives. They all come crawling back, but Vicky is tried and true. It doesn't matter if she's franchising Kodo or whatever the hell she's doing or getting ass implants, which I don't believe she did. Uh, love her macrame pants though and her twerking. I mean, she's just so fun. Vicky's fun. She's a whoop it up kind of girl and I love her and I support her for that. Indefinitely. Okay, so I have been waiting to make my Real Housewives Awards uh, votes, or that doesn't make any sense. Sorry. Um, I've been waiting to cast my vote for the Real Housewives Awards, and I thought it would be fun to do it together. So let me just log in here, supporting the cause. Okay. Best comedic performance. And the nominees are Portia Williams, Lisa Rinna, and Camille Grammer. Leanne Locken, Teresa Judice and Melissa Gorga, Sonia Morgan, Vicki Gunvalson, Giselle Bryan, and Karen Huger. So I guess these are all like scenes um, that are being nominated. So like the one where Portia walks out on her blind date, Camille and Lisa Rinna go lingerie shopping, Leanne Locken raps, uh, the cake fight with... Oh, with Teresa and Melissa, um, Sonia Morgan getting her home renovated. Uh, oh, Vicki Gunvalson getting her finger nearly severed on the ropes course. Or Giselle and Karen running away from a meme. That was like not even that good. I got to give this to, I mean, Vicki Gunvalson having her finger decapitated was pretty amazing. Leanne Locken deserves a lot of props for just always bringing some level of comedy, but I'm giving this to the queen, Miss Lady Sonia Morgan, because no one laughs at herself better or more often than Sonia Morgan. She is the most self-aware, least self-aware human I have ever met, not met, but just watched and feel like I met from a distance and cherished in my heart more that so than most of my relatives. Um, so I'm giving this to Queen Sonia Morgan. You fucking deserve it. Love you. Okay, the next one that I feel very um, passionate about is the 
uh, the category of best style, which I feel there have been some major snubs. I'm writing a letter to somebody because this is disgraceful. Best style, Cynthia Bailey, Erica Girardi, aka Erica Jane, Cameron Westcott, Margaret fucking Josephs. I mean, I'm literally, okay, get through this, Jackie. Luann DeLaSeps, DeLaSeps, excuse me, Live Laugh Lou, Shannon Bajore, Giselle Bryant. Now, Giselle Bryant and Cynthia Bailey are stunning, but best style, no. Margaret motherfucking Josephs, are you kidding me? Who picked these nominees? Helen fucking Keller? The fact that Bethany Frankel is not on here, even Carol Radswell, I mean, she's gotten a little creative for my liking, but Carol Radswell, you know, past and present overall, she's given us some L.E. Dubs K's Luke's. Dorit? Dorit is the best dressed housewives. I know it's a lot, but like she really nails it all, all, all the time. Thank God they didn't put Lisa Vanderpump in here because, oh, there's nothing sexier than a silky... By the way, Lisa Vanderpump is only like 50... I don't know, 54, 55. And like, I can't with the purple silk shirts with the rhinestones. It is, and the pencil skirts with a pink pump. Kill me, beat me, stab me, shove a dick up, just whatever. Um, That was gross. I'm sorry, I'm just getting really upset. I have to give this to Erica Girardi just because there is an absence of others. I would ultimately probably give it to Bethany or Dorit. For sure. Or Karen Huger. Just fucking kidding. With her, with her uh, a jar wig that's always like, listen, honey, if you can get a new car and you're the grand dame, stop throwing mediocre dinner parties in your empty rented house and go get a lace front and get some adhesive so it sticks. Why is your wig always fucking vacocta? Get it together, girl. It's like the drapes. Just get it to like, just fix it. What the fuck? Okay, the next one is, ooh, this is hard. Miss Congeniality, also not thrilled with these fucking nominees. Cynthia Bailey, okay, I get that. Lisa Rinna, duh. Carrie Duber, sure. Dolores Catania, ugh. Tinsley Mortimer, Shannon Bedore, smooth as sandpaper. Uh, She never has problems with anybody. Or Monique Samuels, boring. Uh... This, without a doubt, goes to the one, the only, Lisa motherfucking Rinna, who is, I mean, the gift that keeps on giving, gives and gives and gives, and when she's got nothing left to give, she just gives a little bit more. She is funny. She is spicy. She is comedic. I mean, she gives us everything everything. She's an all-star housewife, just like, I mean, people will disagree. Vicky gives us everything. Okay. She could have ran and hidden a closet after that whole cancer scam. What did she do? A PSA for cancer in her fucking renovated kitchen. She never gives up. She's, she's just always there and we love her and celebrate her for it. Same with Countess Lou. She could have just like gone away, gone to rehab, been mortified. She comes back guns blazing. She got cheated on. She went to jail. She fucking assaulted a police officer. And all the whilst in a poncho in the Berkshires giving us the most. I mean, God bless her. Okay, this is the last one because I need to go get my hair blown out because I've been having a really rough week as we previously discussed with my labia issues because I have one labia that was burned by wax and also I had the worst blow dry of my life last week. I looked like John Benet Ramsey got electrocuted and then went on a roller coaster and got stuck at the top of the loop upside down and then someone busted out some Aquanet and sprayed me while I was suspended upside down and then... And then I just like went out into the world. It was so fucking awful. They were like straightening my hair like vertically. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen, but you know, it's fine. So going back today to get my weave worked, rookie of the year, Eva Marcel, Teddy Mellencamp, Margaret Josephs, Gina, ooh, this is a last name, Gina Kirschenheider, 
Emily Simpson, and Candace Dillard. Anyone that nominated Candace Dillard, I'm just going to go and say it. Candace Dillard is maybe my least favorite housewife of all time because it's in she's in the same boat as Gina with her outfits where she's not like Peggy bad where she just doesn't participate and brings nothing, literally nothing to the table. She's trying. It's just so, she's so mediocre and so like just nothing. I find her to be colossally uninteresting, unfunny, unaspirational, unwitty, undramatic, like just everything that you're supposed to be, she is not. And that's not lovely to say. I think she's pretty though. And I think she's got a nice body. How do you like that? I'll throw her a bone there. But as a housewife, no, not even a little bit doing the least, but also trying to do the most. It's awful. It's transparent. I see you. We see each other. No, I am giving this one hands down to my girl, Teddy Mellencamp. Now people were giving her a lot of shit saying that she was just too normal or whatever, which by the way is the biggest compliment you could give a housewife like she's just so normal um I think that she navigated the season with grace I think she made really strong connections to the women I think she was authentic I think she was a nice juxtaposition to the swans and the fucking wispy like just everything that is Lisa Vanderpump who's also by the way Lisa Vanderpump this is the difference between a Vicky Gumbelson and a Lisa fucking Vanderpump Lisa Vanderpump cannot handle the heat in her own damn kitchen that she built, okay? Vicki Gumvelson has been skewered in every orifice alive, okay? And dragged and, and gone through the fucking shitter. And she comes back with a trucker hat and a tray full of shots, like the fucking housewife that we need and we deserve. Whereas Lisa Vanderpump, she's, you know, she's boycotting. She's not going on the trips and she was hurt. Her feelings are hurt. Stop being such a fucking pussy, okay? Buck up, buttercup. Buck the fuck up. You signed up for this shit, okay? Ooh, I'm so upset. So yes, rookie of the year, Teddy, you got my vote. Love ya. On that note, I need to go. I'm getting another chest rash. Um, everyone, follow me at Jackie Schimmel on Instagram and Twitter because I, I tweet sometimes. <laughs> and uh, give us five stars on iTunes. And you know what? Let's do like a Haley Joel Osmond minus the stabbing. Ooh, spoiler alert. You don't want to see it anyway. Kevin Spacey's in it. Um, pay it forward style bitch Bible sharing experiment. Um, you know, drop it on your Insta story, share, share the love, spread love and, uh, you know, all of the things. Thank you everyone for listening and I will see you next week. This episode of the Bitch Bible Podcast was brought to you by Ritual Vitamins. I have been taking Ritual Vitamins for over a year now. I love them so much because they give me all the things I need without any of the bullshit. I also love a morning ritual. I keep them by my bed. I pop them every morning. They're minty and gorgeous and Instagrammable and you're going to love them. For only $30 a month, take care of your body. If you have a vagina, you got to get these. Go to ritual.com forward slash Bible. This episode of the Bitch Bible Podcast was also brought to you by Carbon38.com. I am giving you guys 20% off your order. 20% off. That's a lot. They have the most fashion-forward, curated, stylish workout clothes, whether you're into yoga, running, or just pretending to work out. They've got something for everybody. You're going to love this stuff. Go to carbon38.com and use my promo code BIBLE for 20% off.